everyone welcome back this episode right here is fantastic for all people out there who are on twitch want to get into twitch streaming or just like the community i have on max inzelberg who has built and is continuing to build his own twitch community the mullet mafia and the things i've learned from him in this episode on streaming in the world of twitch have been outrageously helpful even in the parameters of just being better equipped mentally to accept the, both the good and the bad when it comes to putting yourself out there on any streaming or video content platform so please Come learn something, come vibe with us, find something to relate to, and enjoy the show because sitting down for this episode has been a fantastic treat for me, and it will be for you too. Three, two, one. Max, I am so excited, I am so happy that you're here. When did I, when did I ask you to come on? Like, what was it, like three weeks ago now? It was a month ago. No, like, no, it was over a month ago. Because I'm so lost. Yeah, I because I remember I remember, I that when you asked me and I was just like, the Mark Gerbino. The Mark Gerbino, shut the fuck up, go fuck yourself. Um, and I was like, really excited, and I didn't answer you because of, um, stuff going on at the time. Yeah, but no uh, I think I got back to you within like a couple of days, and then. Uh, I, I confirmed right. and you were we the way you responded. You were like, Marky, I felt so happy because you were like, oh shit, yeah, he's so excited, it's awesome. Like how excited and amped you were. I mean, I mean, I you, did you not think I remembered you? No, I know you. I knew you remembered me, oh. but like you were just like so excited. That made me feel good because it's like people are usually like, oh yeah, cool, I'll do it. Yeah, that sounds fun. But you were like, Marky, and that made me feel good. You know, like oh man, this is cool. Um, well, I, I I understand that feel because like like I understand like not not so much on the content creating side of things, mm-hmm. but like I understand how it's like difficult and like how yeah absolutely having someone excited for something like that would be exciting for yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, like the other thing too is because it this is obviously um, a brand new podcast, so like I don't have that much clout. So asking people is always, like, a, a risk because it's, like, no problem if they're not into it because people got shit to do, man. I'm not going to be, like, oh, how dare you? But it's, like, I kind of just got to put myself out there. And if I find someone interesting, I'm going to ask them. And odds are they might say no. So I got to be ready for that. So you were so excited. It made me feel really good. Oh, I was not going to – I would not have said no. And even if we had a schedule for, like, let, let's say in the middle of March, I either way I would have well, said yes no I, matter what. I, I actually – um I have – Schedule. I have a podcast planned all the way out into the middle of May right now. Like, I'm fully booked. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited for the things coming. But look, I don't want to talk about any of that shit. You know why I brought you on here. And I, I, in the beginning of my podcast, I always give, like, a little spiel about who I'm having on, who I'm talking to, why I'm talking to them. And, uh, man, you're on Twitch, man. That's fucking a hard game to play, bro. That's a hard, as far as I know, anyway, for someone who's barely on Twitch and only sees other people on Twitch. And... I want to kind of ease into things, but it's really hard because I'm so excited. But so, when did you start streaming on Twitch? Okay, so, so, you know, with the whole pandemic going on, like, I have an autoimmune disease, so I couldn't. Okay. Nice. I was told by my gastro, like, that it would be risky to go out and work during the beginning of the pandemic. So I had a lot of time on my hands. 
it was usually taken up by either sleeping or yeah. like playing Xbox with yeah. friends. <laughs> and then in the middle of the summer, not the middle of the summer, probably like in early May, I was just like, I, I wanted to pick up a new hobby. Okay. And one of the things I've always wanted to do was stream, but I never had the equipment for it. So I, I did my like digging and research and stuff. And I decided to buy a PC. Nice. Um, great decision. I, the, I mean, for me, I love the decision. Yeah, it's so decision, enjoyable. Huh? But um, it also, I needed to buy the equipment. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, the equipment's not cheap along with the PC for streaming. And then, then when I, everything came in, funny setback is everything came in and I was so excited and then i'm opening the boxes and then i'm like wait a minute i don't have the monitor wait a minute, right I don't, oh my gosh i, I can totally relate holy shit the I monitor, oh that's the so monitor funny. didn't come in for three extra days and i was so upset i was because like i had a pc just sitting here and i'm just like staring at it can't use it and then uh i started streaming on june 11th which i don't know if like you remember the day you started your podcast or I like, I remember I don't know. Well you're you're episode thirteen, so that's thirteen weeks. Yeah, yeah. So just whatever. Uh, whatever that is. That's like back. four, eight, yeah. twelve. That's like three and a half months. Yeah. Like I remember every like important date that I've hit with streaming. That's beautiful. So, like, that's awesome. I remember when I first I remember when I first started streaming. And then I remember when I got affiliated with Twitch and I remember the days I got my first emotes. Like, I don't know. Those days to me were extremely special. Yeah, of course. So of course. June 11th was when I started and now it's been eight plus months that I've been streaming consistently. Wow. That's awesome. And you just like, I want to, I need, I need a hobby. I need to pick this up. Let, let's do it. That um, and you said so much just now that I want to get into, and you were just throwing it out. I'm like, hell yeah, that's awesome! Every single thing you just said, we're gonna revisit because I yes. want to. I want to know about the the tech. I want to know about the money you put into it, the money that you may still be putting into it. I want to know about the journey. I want to know about like when you got your first uh, you know, first person in chat, your first uh subscriber, your first fo- like. I want to oh, know I, these things. I love. I I remember all of that. Good. Stuff that's too. that's beautiful. Then I'm for. By the way, I, I just want to tell the audience, um, there is like a blizzard going on right now. So when I edit this later, you, there might be some cuts on Max's part. Not because it's his fault, because it's mine, because I'm using Wi-Fi right now. So just keep that in mind. Um, but anyway, this, that, everything you just said, that's that's what I want to talk about. Because I had an interest in Twitch. I know I have friends that were interested in Twitch. The person I recently had on, episode 12... He um runs his own uh fitness and horror brand and I listened to it. Oh, you did. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um because he was talking about Twitch and YouTube and what he wanted to do. So I know it's beneficial for people like him. And then sometimes it's just nice and fun for people like you, I'd imagine anyway, to talk about your fucking success and happiness. I mean, like, do you feel like you've actually, you know, I said this to episode 12. I, I said this to Zach. I said, did, has anyone sat you down yet and, and said to you, look what you've done? Believe it or not. So the thing with when you're like live streaming and stuff like that, like like I just started a YouTube channel too. Cause nice. Oh, good. Everybody, 
everybody on Twitch was yelling at me that there's no reason not to be posting stream highlights and stuff. So everything, the thing that people don't understand is what you're putting into it. So like you, I know you understand it because of your podcast and everything, but like there's more than just like the live streaming. There's things that go on behind the scenes that you mm-hmm. put into it that take up more time for you. It's not, I'm not saying it's the hardest thing in the world, but it's time consuming. Yeah. And it's, it's very momentum based, the whole uh, building an audience and everything. So you want to stay consistent with it while also just having like your, I guess your own hours in a sense. So like I stream um, during the semester for school, I stream Sundays through Thursdays, um, usually around like 10 o'clock Eastern time, United States. Sometimes I do before or after, but it's always around that time. I'll never do like a matinee stream or one of those. I'll always have it around the same time. And everybody's come become accustomed to that so like i'm re- i've like noticed over time that my peak viewership is always around i'd say like 11:30 to 1:30 in the morning really and yeah That's yeah surprising. because people people get used to that so like when people start enjoying your stream and they want to watch you it'll they'll expect it at this specific time and if you switch times your viewership might drop because people aren't really accustomed to you during the day. Like they might have jobs or they might be watching other streamers. So they get you, it's kind of like they put, they put you in your, their schedule. It's actually really cool to hear like, um, that they've been looking forward to this stream all day and like stuff like that. Doesn't that make you feel great? It oh it feels it feels awesome, and I know I just went on a complete tangent. That's fine. Bro. Yeah, that's what this but, is about: free flowing conversation. You let it out, bro. This is what we're here for. But yeah, no one's really sat me down and like specifically talked to me about like the success that I've had. Well, on that's streaming. what I'm here for because I remember when I wasn't aware that you were streaming until that one time I saw you uh, make make an Instagram post about it, and that's when I messaged you. Like I messaged you like like a, maybe a day or an hour after you sent that. Like I can't really remember, but I was like, "Holy shit, this is really this is awesome. It's really great for him." And um, I know. Listen, I don't understand Twitch too much, and I'm hopefully I'll ask you the correct questions. I'll get a little bit better of an yeah, understanding. Yeah, of but I know on YouTube, I know on like. TikTok, I know on like Instagram, depending on when you jump in, what your niche is, whatever it is, it's hard to get a following. So when you were like, you're at 1.1,000 followers right now, right? I'm at 1131. 1131. Okay, cool. So when you posted it, you were at uh, 1,000 and you were like so happy. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. I want to talk to him about that. And then when I went on your stream, was it two days ago, one day ago, and you have 171 subscribers? Is that right? Yes. So. I think today it went because subscribers are um, monthly. Yes. Subscribers. Yeah. Explain to the viewers what the difference between followers and subscribers are so they know. All right. So followers literally is completely free. Anyone could follow your stream. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to subscribing to a stream, that's when the streamer makes revenue off of it. So, like, people feel a support and you give them benefits. So, like, emotes. Um, special benefits like playing games with me when I play games with subs 
uh, stuff like that. They have special benefits to subscribing. And they a lot of times they do it because they enjoy the streamer and they yeah, want to support They want to support them, yeah. So subscribing is only $5 a month. Um, but obviously you don't have to. I advocate people not to. Because mm -hmm. I'm I'm doing this more so as a hobby and just to have fun with it. But like yeah. when they do, it does help me out. Like, yes, I'm this is completely a hobby, but I'm making revenue off of this, and that's helping me because during the pandemic it was extreme. Like I couldn't internships are really hard to come by, even though most of them are not paid. But like those are really hard to come by right now, especially in the field that I'm want to go into, and it just really helps me, and it's it's kept me afloat. Um, but I mean, it's it's just no matter what, whether it's a donation or a subscription, the feeling you get that someone chooses that someone chose you to support it, nothing beats it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. What what you you said something about um what you're doing for study? What are you studying right now for that would give you an internship? So I'm uh right now going to school for. Radio, TV, film, communications, and I'm minoring in statistics. And I want to go into whoa, that's um, too. Di whoa, that's crazy. I want to go into sports broadcasting and st stat analytics. Okay, okay, that makes sense. You connect so, it to you like that, so, yeah. Yeah. So, and w when it comes to sports stuff, and even radio stations and news stations, there, I'm, I've been applying to like the places that have internships, but a lot of them don't have internships because they're still during the pandemic. They're still sports are kind of at like a, not a standstill, but they're not making as much revenue. So companies aren't being able to hire yeah. internships or then they want either they're laying people off or they want to keep their main core group they have. So it, it's very difficult. I've been, I've been putting hours into it to research stuff and find things, but Right now, um, I'm going to be resuming – I'm going to continue live streaming because I just enjoy Yeah, well, I mean, like, general. not only are you good at – I mean, like, I was on for one stream because I kept reminding us, you got to get on at 10, 10 p.m., and I kept forgetting because I was doing all this shit, and I missed it, and my bedtime is, like, fucking 11 at the latest usually. Oh, yeah, don't worry about <laughs> so, it. So, but then I, I, I found you, or I got, I got on time, and I was watching, and like I said, I commented – how, like, I couldn't stop fucking watching. I had to clean my room, and I couldn't stop watching because it was, like, you were playing Guitar Hero, and I was like, this is, I just, the clicks and the and the button, for, like, it was mesmerizing. I don't, I got Satisfying. Stuck in it. Very satisfying. But you're really good, you know, at just being yourself. And I think in the event that you step away from Twitch to uh, pursue what you're studying for, you've got the practice in, man. You're really good at just, you know, speaking. Um... I think it's really funny because, like, obviously YouTube's a different world. But if I got paid to do this podcast, I'd go to my father and be like, Dad, I just made a dollar twenty-five on YouTube. You know what that means? He'd be like, what? I'm like, I'm officially a professional talker. And although you're <laughs> playing video games, you're a professional talker. You're people – go ahead, what? No, I was, I was going to say, well – the the thing is, oh, why did I lose my train of thought? It's okay. I was, damn it! I I, I can um, I can roll with that. It's all right. I it's just it's oh oh go ahead. okay. Go ahead. It it's like 
I'm actually surprised. I've listened to a couple of your podcasts. I'm surprised you're not like Max. Like, thank you I guess, so like, much. Partnered with like Spotify. Thank you so or, much. That makes that means like, a lot to me. It really does. YouTube, um, but the thing is, I I don't consider myself a quote unquote professional streamer. Like, I every time I I stream, I I usually have like the same regulars that come in for the amount of time, and then like. Usually, I think I average like maybe eight to fifteen new followers a stream. Incredible! That's and, still a good margin. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. And I don't. They keep say, constantly saying like, "Look, you're gonna get partnered with Twitch. We really think you're gonna become bigger than what you think you are." Like, and when I first started streaming, I didn't even think I'd hit fifty followers, and we've grown to. 1100 plus now and we're still growing and it's gone to the point where i've built a following to where when i do get a full-time job you know with my other passion i'm not gonna stop streaming or step no away way from Twitch no because, way because you build this following and you become not only are they important to you but you become very important to them absolutely and I'm sure you've gotten like either texts or like well, messages like listening to your podcast <laughs> it makes me so happy and like stuff like that. Here, like here, that's why I keep going. I, I here's the thing, right? I think one of the biggest differences, obviously, between what you do and what I do is yours is in the moment, it's present, people can be with you while you're going through the journey. This podcast isn't live. So I don't get that immediate feedback. And I also think... Now, before I get into the next thing... Uh, actually, no, I, I, I'm not going to say that. I was going to ask you your, your, uh, about video games, something you did, but I don't want to go too far away yet. Okay. I um, Yeah, I'm just going through things in my head. It's true. I, don't, I have, I think, 39 uh, subscribers on YouTube. I have a total of almost 4,000... Uh, minutes. I have like two hundred and eighty something hours of watch time, um, and that's really cool for me. I mean, like, this is my fifth YouTube channel, and I, 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 you know, tried it all out. I saw the equipment I needed. I learned how to use a camera, how to edit, how to do all that stuff, and I finally came to this. And this is my favorite one because I'm able to talk to people like you, people like uh Bashoy. If you haven't uh listened to his podcast, he's great. I, I highly recommend his. Um. I'm able to talk to interesting people, but I, I'm not live like you. I'm not playing something that other people are, are playing into. I'm very, each episode is different, which makes each episode its own niche, which yeah. makes the audience small. What you do is you're yourself, which your personality is attractive to people who want to have fun. And all you got to do is spend 30 seconds on your on your live stream, and you can see what it's all about. I'm like, there wasn't one second of dead air. You're you're yelling at people, talking to people, smiling, laughing, and I think that's what makes the difference. Is where if someone wants to be interested, or someone gets interested in what I do, it's because I've invited someone on who they find interested. Interesting. I'm not expecting people to find me interesting, at least not yet. And that's why I think especially people that um, are on Twitch, why people are able to grab bigger audiences because it's live 
and peop and people like you who are, are on Twitch, people can gravitate toward you because you're confident and they flock to that. And that, that's why I think there's a big difference, you know, between what I do and what you do. Yeah. And what that that honestly relates to my whole what I always say when people because people come into stream and they're like, I see what you're doing. You're having so much fun. I want to start streaming. And they're like, do you have any tips for this? I, I always say the same two things is do not play what the audience wants you to play. Play what you enjoy. And that'll create a personality that yep. people will come to. And then that leads into my second thing is people don't watch the streams for the gameplay. The gameplay is the background. Yes, People yes. come to the streams for the personality and the streamer him, themselves. And that's what builds the audience is that yeah. they begin to connect with the streamer. And then the gameplay and everything, they play into that, but they're enjoying more so the streamer that's playing it rather than the gameplay itself. Absolutely, absolutely. And God bless you for figuring that out. I mean, like, we've all made the mistake. We've all gone through that. I certainly have where it's like I've got to, you know, try to follow trends. I've got to try to do this thing, which in some places, in, so in some ways it works. I know, like, uh, Dream, who's a YouTube Minecraft player. A Minecraft yeah, YouTuber. One yeah. of the reasons, as far as I can tell, one of the reasons why he got so big is because when he just started gaining, like, hundreds and hundreds of followers is because he would title his videos PewDiePie this, Mr. Beast that, and he would make you would make a really catchy thumbnails and people would click on it, but then they get attached to him. So there are certain circumstances where, yes, being, you know, catchy and, and doing what's, you know, popular now works, but in the long run, and if you want to have fun and not burn yourself out, you do exactly what you just said. It's like you, you do what you want to do regardless of what other people are saying because no matter what, I'm a firm, firm believer no matter what you do and who you are, there is a group out there that wants to be involved in what you do. You are going to find an audience. The audience is out there. It's just a matter of finding them. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I've always said that. So I really, I'm really happy you said that. Yeah, I mean, because I, I don't know what... Because I could have I honestly streamed Minecraft or streamed um, Apex Legends or Fortnite, like the really popular games that pull an audience but again in my eyes it was something that i wanted to enjoy and just play arguably my favorite video game that i've been playing this it's game the best for, game ever it's the best game ever i've been playing it for I, 14 plus years now and it uh, this is tell, like, him, I tell everybody what it, tell everybody what it is real quick for the all right so i play mainly on my stream guitar hero but since activision stopped um making guitar heroes and stuff some devs from activision broke off and made a simulation of so it cool. on a pc and they call it clone hero because it's basically a complete oh is that why you kept saying that yeah it's I a had complete, no idea. okay it's a complete simulation and clone of the game but what's cool is that there's been a the community that is in it have made programs where they could chart songs and chart different songs that weren't in the original games and you just download them everything's for free so whoever's listening if they have like nostalgia with guitar hero if they still have their guitar they can awesome. literally plug it into their computer and download the game itself it's completely free there's like 30,000 songs that have been charted i have alone 6400 on my 
PC. And it's literally, to me, endless fun because there's always something more you could download to it. And I just en- and You're enjoy- so good at it, too. I mean, that's just that's just after a while from practice. Well, yeah, and of course. Stuff. But you're really but good at it. The community itself isn't huge. I think at most, it's probably around like 300 to 400,000 people. But it's such a tight-knit community that like people jump in and they're like, wait, I saw you in another stream. And then they're yeah. like, yo, what's up? It's It's so cool. And what's really cool is even the large streamers that you, – do you mind if I name drop? Bro, I don't give a shit. Fucking do it. Okay. All right. Awesome. Even the large streamers, like in the community, like Randy Lady, man, or Asai, they see you. And like, I think around 700 followers was when I got noticed by the community itself. And um, the biggest uh, person named Asai. There's a whole like website called Custom Song Central and it has like a bunch of charters and everybody. They ended up finding me and then like tweeting my stream out and Bro. all of a sudden all of a sudden like oh, shit. that stream I jumped up to like 80 viewers in the stream That's so and then I think cool, I gained bro. I gained 71 followers that stream which was insane. Everybody was like finding out about me. And then 2 weeks later the biggest streamer on the, in the Clone Hero community, Asai ended up raiding me. And to people who don't understand what a raid is, so when a streamer decides to end their stream, they could send their viewers off to another stream to help get them noticed and, like, wow. have them watch them and, like, advocate for the other streamer. Oh, so God. he raided me, and in came 280 viewers. And it was just... what it To me, it was one of the, I guess, most humbling and, like, satisfying moments to have the largest streamer, someone who has 218,000 followers to find me and decide, hey, this weird young Italian guy <laughs> deserves this these weird be- young I- Italian guy. He's got hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I couldn't, I was so humble That's and just so funny. I, I was in shock and like, Obviously, my gameplay went way downhill because I was just because like, you were just oh, oh, oh the adrenaline. I was, I was starstruck. Like yeah, like when when any Holy other shit. when any of the big streamers find me, I just get starstruck, and I'm like, they're like, bro, this is the most underrated stream. Like your energy and everything, and I'm like, bro, Asai really just said that shit. To yeah, me. like I don't, and I'm like, I'm like playing, but like I'm shaking midway too, and I'm like. I'm dog shit right like, now. I'm that's sorry, making guys, but- me so happy hearing you say all this. Like, I feel, I, what's the word? Uh, I'm living vicariously through you right now. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what they're saying, I'm like, I'm saying that too, but I'm saying that to me, and I'm like, yeah. like shaking. And what's even cooler is, like I said, the Clone Hero community is very tight nip. Uh-huh. So, I would go into a size stream, and I subscribed because with. With the money I make, obviously, I put most of it back into my stream. But, like, I also put some aside to drop on, like, people who have helped me grow yeah, in my course. stream itself. So, I went into his stream, and I'm subscribed. And he's, like, he's playing. And then he's, like, thank you for the sub, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Quan Max. And then he's, like, holy shit, the mullet mafia is in, in the chat. And then I'm, like, wow, he really remembered me. So, I made a, enough of an impression that when my name comes up, he 
recognizes exactly who that is coming in the stream. Bro, do you hear everything you're just you're saying right now? No, because I'm I'm starstruck right now. Bro, it's so incredible. I was I always say this, you know, to a lot of the people that I I love. I say it to my girlfriend a lot, and I say that. You know, and oh, and I've had to say this in like six. I've had what I'm at episode thirteen. I've said this in six episodes already. People don't realize that when they're in the middle of the hard work, they don't realize they're working hard. So you're you're in the trenches, man, and you're actually doing it right. You're actually working through it. You're putting the time, putting in the hours. You know, putting the money. You're doing everything you need to do, and you don't realize you're working hard until someone stops you and says, "Hey, I appreciate this. Hey, you're doing a lot. Hey, I'm gonna you know." Spread the word. Like, you don't realize until you stop and smell the roses, right? So mm-hmm. take a second every now and then. If not if not now, then do it later, please. Sit there and be like, holy shit, like, I'm doing it. I'm actually doing it. So many people sit there and they say, I want to. I want to. I'm going to. Maybe. They never actually do it. And you were like, hey, this looks like fun. And look what you've been able to attract. And you just said that whole monologue to me, that whole spiel. Bro, Things like this make me so incredibly happy and excited because, like I said, living vicariously through someone, yes. But, I mean, like, I think my early – I've definitely known you a lot longer than this. But my earliest memory of you, for some reason, we were at uh, the the Hall's house. Oh, my God. And Why? I was literally thinking hold about on, this hold on, earlier. Hold on. And we were watching Paul. That, God, yes. Is that what we're talking about? You remember that? Yes, Bro, I absolutely every, remember that. Every single time I watch that movie, I think of you. And then I hope I don't embarrass you. I'm about to say something. Now. I don't and care. Then, the next day, we were waking up. I don't know what we were going to do. We were all going somewhere. And you were taking a shower, and you were singing in the shower. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> and everyone was laughing, bro. It was a great time. But every single time I watch that movie, I think about you. So then having that memory of you, and we're just fucking around. I have no, like, I don't know. All these memories I got, and then to see you doing what you're doing, it's really cool, like, actually having a friend, having someone that I've known personally get something that they're really excited and happy about. So it's really cool seeing that. Um, I don't know, bro. It's so fucking cool, man. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, the... Oh, my God. I Because I... No, the, not only the Hall's house, because I think multiple times um, you, Uncle Marky, have come yeah, to yeah. the hall's house while we were there and it's those times and the um gingerbread, gingerbread. Was, oh that's what i was gonna say gingerbread that, yes uh um we would always go to and like yeah. we would finish our gingerbread and then we would like go play like, hide and seek outside yeah, or some go shit play oh or my gosh i remember that shit bro that shit was wild so much fun so oh, much yeah. fun Oh, so, oh, fuck yeah man I, rem- I remember all those so le- that's why that's why i was so excited when you reached out to me because i've I've been like, obviously now it's a little tougher with COVID and everything, but I've always been like, Ma, when are we going back to the Aunt Honey's? When are we going yeah. back to the Gino's? When are we going to chill? And like, obviously, I believe it or not, I consider you one of my closest. Like, well, I really appreciate that. I mean, like, yeah. Um, and when you reached out to me to interview me, I was so excited. And then when I looked at your podcast, I'm like, holy crap, he's. He, he's like serious about this and he's actually like making <laughs> something of this. And I got, exci- I got really excited. I'm like, this is awesome. I, this is my first like actual collab. I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so happy you're here. Um, just so everyone knows too, you were supposed to be here in person, but sh- shit got in the way. We don't have to talk about it. But when that, when we get another chance, you, 
I want to get you here in person just to see what it's oh, like, absolutely. just to play with the mics, play with the equipment, see everything, the lights, the cameras. It, it, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait to actually get you here. But yeah, uh, I'm getting my second vaccine on. Uh, oh, so you got it, huh? Yeah. Mark, you're you're eligible. You know that, right? Well, OK, no, let me explain why I, I have to be careful. So you have an autoimmune disease and so do I. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how far I went into, you know, what mine means, but I I don't make the only cell I need to fight the coronavirus. Um, and before I can get it, I need to talk to an immunologist. And there's a chance that they might, I, I can't pronounce the word, it's, it's hemoglobin, hemoglobin, I don't know, I can never pronounce it, but there's a part of my blood that's missing, and I would need to get an eight-hour blood transfusion to be able to feel like a normal person, but I don't need to do that unless I want to. That's what I've always been told my whole life. And they say, Marky, if you get this, you might feel better, you might feel worse, it's up to you. And I was like, you know what, I have an absolute phobia of needles. I don't want to do this once a month for the rest of my life. I'm okay. I'm going to do without it. And now that this is going on, it might be the case where if I want to be, if I want my body to be able to accept the vaccine, I would need what my blood's missing, and I might need to go through that transfusion. So I have to, I have oh, okay. to, I, I have to talk to an immunologist about that. So I don't know yet. Um, yeah, because um, I, I all I did was I talked to my gastro, and like with my issue, the one thing the medicine does is because my body basically fights itself. Yeah, and absolutely. Inflames. Um, it's the same thing Dan has, Mark. Okay. Okay. I understand now. Um, the medicine Poor Dan, he went through the ringer. It's my, yeah. The medicine puts my, uh, immune system to almost nothing. So like if I get, I could, I, a common cold could turn into like a, a bad flu. Yeah. And so, Getting the vaccine w really would help because, I mean, un unfortunately, your situation. It, yeah, don't it don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. It 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 would really help with the ease of my mind because then there's like that stress. I there's yes. no, I under you have to have that stress of constantly looking over your shoulder, well, like being careful. I'm like, yeah, I'll get into and, that. I'll explain that to you. Yeah, and. It just, I guess, is putting my mind more at ease. And then when I could, because you also can't carry it with the vaccine. Also, you could obviously um, contract it because it's not fully proof, but it's only a like very minor cold. And that's why, like, if for an in person thing, I'm going to quarantine two weeks prior to it when we can be in person. Because although yeah, I have no, a vaccine, there's care. still that slim chance that I have it and I wouldn't want to risk you. But, um, yeah, no worries. I absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like I but, like like uh, I said, I haven't seen my friend in a very long time, a very very long time, other than my girlfriend. And when you asked me two three days ago, yesterday, I don't fucking know, you were like, "Hey, when was the last time you like went out or something?" Which was an appropriate question to ask because you were worried about you know the uh, COVID and yeah. your situation. And I told you like I haven't seen my friends in forever, but I did start working in at a necessity. And actually, since I have to start working now, I was like, well, if I'm already putting myself at risk, I might as well see my friends because who knows what's going to happen, right? So yeah. it's actually, I am now going to be seeing my friends this Saturday. Um, I've made oh, a de the decision because I was like, I'm, listen, if I'm at, if I work at a gym, so it's like, I might as well. 
I might as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, and that's that's the thing with um, why I got into streaming too, is because I wasn't I wasn't going anywhere. Like I was yeah. I was mostly looking out for myself and health and safety, and this hobby honestly just I guess I guess really brought me because when you're home for so long it gets to you Mm -hmm. and yeah like being able to like I guess lose reality for four to six hours a day and just do something you're enjoying and just affecting other people too in a positively way it makes it makes it so much better so so like I understand some days you probably don't feel well or and well same with me. Yeah. But knowing the effect you have on people is the driving force that pushes me to get on stream even if it's only for like 3 hours. Like I am perfectly fine and they're like please take care of your health but I'm like no. <laughs> I I enjoy this. No, I, absolutely not. I, I could I could sleep in the morning. I enjoy I this, and I, I know you guys enjoy this, which is which is part of the reason why yeah. I'll, I'll never give up streaming because I'm a part of other people's lives too, and I've connected with them to where this is a part of their life too. And I mean that that's why I'm streaming because it's a fun hobby. I love video games to begin with, and I'm able to connect with people far out in the world, like. I'm I'm getting people come and stream and I notice their English isn't great and they go, I'm sorry about my English, I'm from France or I'm from Chile and I'm just like Holy What the hell? <laughs> Where did you how did you find my stream? Yeah, like, what the that's hell? so cool. I've been like crossing off places that um people are from. I've gotten like France, Spain, Norway, Chile, Argentina, Brazil, Canada, obviously Canada. Um, Mexico, uh, I've gotten Japan. Um, that's so wild, isn't it? He hasn't come in the stream lately because he he didn't know much English and he was typing in the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't really understand it. Um, but still, the fact that they're all around the world, people find this, I think it's really cool. Um, oh, Ireland was a big one. I think that's actually the country besides America, besides the US, Canada, Mexico, that. I've gotten the most viewers from. Really? But it's 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 yeah, it's it's a really cool ex- experience and everything. Well, I always say like I mean like was it I think PewDiePie, he said that like he stream not stream. He uh did YouTube for such a long time and no one commented for like like a year, two years, like he got nothing. And it's like a really long time to do something without feedback. But when you get that feedback, oh, it means the world. Oh my gosh, oh, it means the world. I mean, like, it actually lets you know that you're doing more than just shouting into an empty room. So I oh, think, yeah. you, I mean, like, it's another thing where, like, um, when you subscribe to someone on Twitch, when you when you actually um, give them money because you appreciate what they're doing, you like what they're doing, you want to support them, it's like, that is, you know, the, the feeling you get from that is, like, astronomical. But just you being able to, you know, see someone ch- chat in your chat room, chat box, whatever, like, that alone... It's euphoric. It's euphoric. Like, when I get a comment, I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
please, thank you, thank you so much. And like I come thank back, you, like yeah. oh my gosh, it like I don't for people that don't have YouTube, don't have Twitch, don't have like people that aren't trying to build a following, they might not completely understand. But even if you can think back, everyone like a selfie you posted in high school or middle school or something like when you got those likes, when you got those comments, it felt good. That was great. But now imagine it where you're trying to find your own piece of the internet and people want to find you too. I mean, like there's, there's, there's no better feeling when it comes to, you know, putting your, to putting yourself out there. So, Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I've made, I've, I'd probably say, like, I have my core friend group where I live. Mm-hmm. I almost just dox myself. Nah, be careful. I, have my core, I have my core friend group <laughs> where I live. I have my housemates at college. And then I've probably made some extremely close friends on Twitch that, honestly, one day when COVID is less or the, we end up hitting herd immunity, like, the That's what is, I'm hoping for, but yeah. I am without a doubt going to visit them. They said they'll visit me because you build relationships and it's, you're obviously, I spent, when I first started streaming, I was just rambling on talking to no one yeah, and hoping that yeah. someone sees like a personality and they decide to follow. And I think that's the toughest part about starting Twitch. So if anyone who listens it has ever thought about live streaming. The toughest thing is knowing going into it, you're going to be either streaming to one or no viewers. And no matter what, you will get a following, just persevere through it. Because if you expect just to get like the following you have or the following I have overnight, that's not how. Yeah, content creating or social media works. It takes time. I was streaming to like one person or zero people for I'd say two weeks. And then I ended up then I ended up getting my first like obviously my family followed and like would say what's up and stuff in the beginning. But then I got my first like real viewer and my first like true regular who whenever whenever he comes in the stream, if like I have a huge rate or something, I'll be like this person was my number <laughs> this six is the guy. follower. This is the guy. And they're like, holy crap, he's been here for that long? And, like, I, like, called him out on it. And I remember getting that first one and then building that relationship with him and him constantly coming back. And then when you build that relationship with someone, even when, like, other people come in the stream and who aren't, like, sold on the whole, like, atmosphere and everything yet, they advocate for you. Yeah. And then, that's how you end up building and and i mean it's it's cool cuz i got i remember getting my first raid was from my uh close friend of mine on street on twitch shelly and then people found me and then another streamer evie ended up raiding me and i noticed I took some of their viewers oh, and like no. they became regulars in my <laughs> chat. And obviously they still go into Well, yeah, of course, of course. They like became like regulars in my chat. And then all of a sudden things just started to take off. And I started getting like seven followers a stream. And then when you hit like certain milestones, all of a sudden you notice, you notice like 
oh crap that that number's gone up a little bit it's now like eight followers a stream and like it just keeps going up and so, obviously it's very momentum based so yeah. that's just an average of the followers like i've gone in one stream i've gotten like 71 followers and then another stream i've gotten zero so it's it, it's not like i go into this and i'm like all right i'm gonna get seven followers and then i'm gonna call it a stream no i go into it expecting nothing you gotta put in the work yeah you, you I, ex- like- I go into every stream and expect absolutely no new followers no new subs no new donations and that's what makes getting those new followers so meaningful to you because when you're expecting nothing and then it comes oh my god it's gosh. just like oh my god it's such a good feeling and like when you get blindsided by like a huge donation or something like i'm just playing video games and hoping to like talk to you guys mostly and it just comes out of nowhere yeah nothing beats that feeling i like yeah you're right absolutely i i can't i uh, you want and you want to chase that i want to go back to what you said before how like you don't i always say this don't try don't start something think thinking that you're going to be perfect at it and learning you're not perfect at it and then immediately quitting don't quit something just because you're not immediately good at it don't be that kind of person so what you're saying oh, and and i know that's like the the uh you know, the staple, everyone says, you know, you got to push through it, you got to keep going. Everyone that is a master now was once a beginner. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think I streamed twice in my life within the last three months just to see what it was like. And my internet was such, like, so shit. We fixed it now. But, like, I could, I was playing Call of Duty, and I, my screen was, like, a blur. Like, I couldn't actually play. But just trying to see what it was all about, getting, like, my stream labs open and, like, working with the green screen, like, getting all this shit ready. Um, realizing how much goes into it. So people are going to put so much work, so much time into learning about it, and then they're not immediately good at it, and they burn out. They get bored. And I feel like that's not a good mindset. And the reason why they feel that way is because they see people like you, and they see people like other streaming friends I have, other YouTubers, famous people, and they're like, why can't I be like them? And they don't get it, and they quit. And it's their fault. Well, not, not entirely their fault because the world around them keeps pushing success, and they feel belittled when they don't get it which really sucks so you got to do what you did all right you've got to push through you got to talk to no one you got to go in like you said prepared to receive nothing in return you've got to go yeah. in knowing you're going to get nothing if you're able to convince yourself that nothing will come of this you just need to have fun do it for you that when you get something holy shit You've never felt something better. So everything you said, if you didn't know this, if you didn't go in this, Max, knowing that before before you started Twitch and you've learned it, no matter what you said, what you just said is so right, is exactly the kind of mindset you need. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the thing with when it comes to this type of stuff. Like, like you said, you do it for fun. I, I've had some friends who have come up to me and said like, oh, I want to do it. I want to make money off of it. And I'm just like, look, you could go into it with that mentality. But one thing viewers can sniff out from a mile away is when someone isn't genuine when it comes to streaming or posting on YouTube. When you could, because even I could see it. Like, you know when someone isn't in it 
to build relationships, to talk to people, to mm-hmm. get to know other people. And they're in it just hoping for the money. People do not connect with that. People, yeah. that'll, that'll cause dissonance between the community and you. And it'll, it just won't ever grow anything. So just being able to go into this with the mindset of nothing and then getting something, that's, it makes that so much more lustrous and so much more of a, gra- of a gratifying feeling and yeah. when it, it comes. And I mean, I've, when, cause I'm going to end up streaming tonight cause it's, it, I'm doing it. I'm on a schedule basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got to keep it up. Yeah. But you start at 10, right? Like usual? Usually. Okay. Um, but what people, like you said, what people don't understand is the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of everything and everything that you put into it. Cause I mean, hell you're, you're, podcast probably takes so many more so much more work and hours <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm serious i'm serious yeah this isn't i mean like, like no i'm laughing because you're right and like especially uh zoom meeting ones when it comes to zoom like right now i only can afford one camera so that's why it's that mm-hmm. static shot right there uh both uh people but on zoom i have to make sure i can uh cut it up between uh both get uh, the guest and the on uh, the host Oh, absolutely. So that's a lot. And then I have to make clips. And then I have to, I make, I try to make 52 TikTok clips per per episode. So I'm like, yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah. And that's, that's why, because going, going into streaming. Yeah. Streaming. I, I always think that like three hours is like a short amount of time for streaming. But people are like, when they hear like, I go three hours every stream, they're like, that's genuinely a lot for a small streamer. And I'm like, I don't feel like you it. Gotta put then, in your dues. Like, like they'll like look at my stats and they'll see like this stream went six hours. This stream went eight hours. And they're they're just like, How do you do that to such a small audience? And I'm just like, because I'm not expecting an audience. I'm literally doing it to play a video yeah. game to have a good time. Also, yeah, you're having fun, and man. The audience is just there. So it's just enjoyable to me. And that's why they're like like you said, clips for TikTok. Everybody's advocating me to get a TikTok just to post like clips from streams to help me grow. And that's why I'm now, I've started a YouTube channel and like I I did an introduction and I did my first uh, actual video uh, yesterday. So now there's two videos on it, a small two minute introduction and um, an FC from uh, my stream. And I want to get into that because I want to put in hours editing learning and editing software and put time into videos to i don't know build a community on youtube too yeah and like then i'll have like youtube and twitch where i'm influencing other people's lives and like just in them enjoying it and everything and the one thing i think i could guarantee is that people won't be seeing my youtube channel as something of looking for money because I'll be posting a lot of clone hero stuff. And when you get copyright claimed, you oh don't make gosh. a cent off of it. Yeah. So that's a mess. So the, you only get the videos and the publicity, but you don't make a cent off yes, of it. Yeah. So there's no way I'm going to be making money. Even if I do get partnered with YouTube, I won't be making money because the music itself is going to get copyright claimed. I'm doing it because I enjoy this type of stuff. I think editing is fun. I think editing something and making 
a video out of it and then seeing what you made is also extremely gratifying. And I don't know. I, I just think it's another platform I could hopefully reach people and I don't yeah make people inspired to pick up streaming or even YouTube. I I I I obviously hope so. I mean like that's and I I don't know what you said like oh like a couple minutes ago, but um I wanted to like say again that like how enticing your stream is just because of you and I, like I said, I, I was in my room. I had shit to do, and I was like, just fucking mesmerized. I was watching the fucking stream. Like, bro, what are you? I got shit. To, what are you doing? <laughs> I got. I got to do something. Like, it was like twelve thirty a.m., and I was like, bro. Um, but that's a good thing on your part. I mean, like you're able, you're catching people, and then he, and then like you said before, you get regulars, you get people that are actually interested that really want to sit there and like be with you and hang out with you. And like you mm-hmm. also said, is you're there to have fun, and then when you're there to have fun, other people also come there to have fun, and I, I think for you putting clips on YouTube, it's it's always it's gonna do nothing but benefit you, and of exactly. course, of course, there's gonna be a learning curve like with the editing, which I'm, I'm sure you're, uh, if not already familiar with, you're getting there because I don't know exactly what you said. I need to buy. I need to buy an editing software still. Okay, well, okay, oh. so look, so have you used anything yet? So I've you. I actually took an editing course in college, but I used Avid, and Avid is a good editing software, but it's also outdated. So I actually want to um, get Premiere and... Oh, okay. You can get a student thing for that, right? Uh, I, I don't sure think can. so. I think you can get a student thing for Avid, but I heard uh, Premiere is easier to use, and it's, in the long run, a better software. No, to- yeah, it is. You you can get a student discount for Adobe, all like all Adobe products. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. My my uh, my cousin, my uh, stepbrother, he's an artist. He draws, and he has student discounts for all Adobe. When I went to art school, um, I had I had to get uh, Adobe things, and I got discounts for all that. And you don't need to go to art school for to do this, but students will get discounts for Adobe products. Um, now I don't use Adobe, um, because I, I'm currently technically not a student. I don't want to get into that, but. <laughs> I I use um a really cheap software and I've used it for the last year and I love it. It's called Filmora. Um and it's kind of like the Wait, I've heard of that. No, I have actually yeah. I've heard I mean maybe I've heard of something close but it sounds extremely familiar. It's cuz there's two versions of Filmora as far as I know. There's one that's like really really easy to use. That's the one I use. It costs $60. <laughs> you don't have to spend any more after a that. A year? No, it's it. Um just $60. I when I bought it I might have had a discount, but it's it's a one-time payment, and then oh, oh. and then they have another version of Filmora, which is also a one-time payment, but it costs more and it's got more uh, tools. But if if you go on this podcast, if you look at my other four YouTube channels, you could see how much I've gotten done with just that software. I liked it. It's easy to use. I don't need anything more than that. Eventually, one day, yeah, I think I should, you know, you know, get more out of my software and I might get something else but I like it and I usually recommend that to people that don't know what to do and they um they're new to it however I don't think you'd be making a mistake by getting a premiere uh premiere uh yeah premiere right yeah yeah I don't premiere. think you'd be making a mistake because that's the industry standard and that's where you're mm-hmm. going to learn the most and every every single other software tries to emulate premiere 
So I don't think you'd be making yes. a mistake if you got Premier. Start with that, honestly. Well, believe it or not, every software um, bases themselves off of Premier, but Premier actually based itself off of Avid. Oh, yeah. Avid is like the, I guess... The grandfather of Oh, yeah, original, um, original editing software. And that's what I learned in my editing course and that's why tcnj still uses it as their like main editing software because everything's based off of that so once you learn the basis of avid you could easily pick up something else like premiere yeah or or even filmora or i think i, I honestly don't know many songs don't worry about it. i i i don't think you'd be making a mistake though even though it's kind of daunting um, and I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to everybody. I'm, it's, it's daunting. I don't think it'd, it'd be a mistake getting Premiere. Even though it's it's um, it's a subs- it's subscri- uh, subscription-based, it's worth it. I'm like, if you got a, if you got um, you know, subscribers and you have the funds to be able to pay for that editing software, do it. If I was, you know, making enough to pay for that subscription, I would too. I mean, like, you're not, you're not making a mistake, and it's only going to help you in the long run. So... It's gonna be daunting, and there's gonna be a huge learning curve. But I think I think you should do uh, Premiere personally. Well, yeah, I mean that's so. Um, obviously, some of the revenue I make off of live streaming, I put away because, I mean, it, it it helps me being I'm I don't have a job right now. Yeah, but well, this is your job. As of now, as right of now, now, this is my job. Um, but it also I also put some aside. To improve my equipment when yes. it comes to that's streaming. one of the questions I want to ask you about about your equipment. So I'm happy we're getting into this. Yeah. So um, right now I have a Logitech CI270 webcam, which I want to end up getting the CI900, which is, I guess, it is it's much higher quality. Um, I believe the 270 could only reach up to 60 FPS um, as its maximum. But the 900, I think, could get, like, well into the 300s. And that's why it, when you were watching my stream, yeah, you saw, like, a smooth, I guess, um, movement in the camera. But it's not when you, I guess, playing a game on a PC, you could easily point out when, like, specific frame rates. And I I, I see that the frame rate isn't as high quality as I want. So, like, yes, the donations and everything, that some of that money is going to go into um, improving the equipment on stream, like my keyboard and mouse. Um, I'm still using for the ones that I bought when I bought my PC. Same. Um, yep. I, I knew this is a new headset. I was using that looks nice. Turtle beat. I was using yeah. turtle beaches <laughs> yep, for yep. so long and I've had these for like six years, but um, I decided to get uh, Astros eight, a forties. And then um, I also got a new mic. I was using a blue snowball mic. Um, I ended up upgrading to a blue Yeti. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a stand on one. Like you have, uh, yeah, you have a, I have, one of the, like, I have a hook-ons. boom arm and the, uh, road dynamic pod mic. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a stand up mic, which to me for now, that's perfectly fine for me. I'm also, cause I'm still in college. I'm still moving my setup to different to my college house, or if I decide to stream down the shore, I'll stream down the shore uh-huh. and bring my setup there. So having like a uh, an arm and everything wouldn't be optimal, strongly feasible and optimal, as you said. But yeah, every I'm just trying to improve everything, 
Baby the stream steps. better. Yeah, and baby steps, man. Make, yeah, baby steps. Like, and learning how to make an overlay. Like, so you saw my stream, my stream overlay. Bro, I saw that shit. That's just crazy. Everything now, it used to be just a camera and the chat box in the top right corner. But it wasn't because you could, you could see through everything. Like, it only shows the text. Uh-huh. Well, the, the software I use for the chat box, I literally put the white box on it. And I didn't know that you could use Streamlabs for the chat box. And it, 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 it didn't look like anything. But over time, you know, you, you learn. And, like, I'll put, like, a sub goal up top. And then I'll have, like, an event list for, like, new followers. like Or, like, if people donate so people could see. And then I have in the bottom right corner now a bar to show like top donators just to like give them praise. I was wondering what that and was yeah there's okay. like a, and there's like a, a little a little bit cup underneath my camera um because people like so one thing people like to do is they donate like a bunch of single bits and then they're like you know what let's donate a massive bit because it makes the cup explode and have everything fly out of it okay and they just they just enjoy that for some reason and then I figured out how to get the um current song I'm playing on the screen like it says it in right above my camera. Okay. It says what song I'm playing, That's and cool. then after I'm done with the song, it goes away, and then the next song it'll switch it. So, over time, you learn how to like make wow, I guess better, more optimal setup, and like something that people feel more like intimate with you in the stream. And you don't, but you also don't want to make too much visual noise. If you throw too much visual noise in there, then people will kind of i guess disconnect with it like right now i think i'm at in my eyes the optimal amount like i have my camera i have like the stuff that people want to see for like praise for them and i have the background and everything and that's what i think i want to keep at maybe edit around some of the things i have but never like add more to it yeah, you. Um, what was I saw that? What makes me remember? What's with the uh, the the mullet mafia? Where'd that come from? Oh, <laughs> so in the beginning of when I started streaming, obviously throughout it, you see. Well, I I don't know if you've seen, but even if the listeners, they every community builds an identity for themselves. And they build that identity through something that they, I guess, enjoy and have, I guess, connected with out of time. Like, okay, okay, before before we uh-huh. mention my stream name, okay, I want people to understand that I do that. <laughs> I have this name because I connect with it because of what happened. So in 2012, when I was, this was like four years after I got really into sports. And like figured out, I want to go into sports mm-hmm. with a full career. The Giants were in their playoff run for the Super Bowl, and they had a middle linebacker. His name was Jaquan Williams. I, for some reason, he was my favorite player. He wasn't a great middle linebacker. No, by no means he was that good. But his name and just he was just a hard player and worked hard at it every game. I just loved it so. I changed my Xbox gamer tag to Joquan12. No I was 12 years way. old when I made the name. No and I wanted to make my Twitch name something that 
people will be able to like call me by and something that like means something to me and isn't cringy. So I ended up making it Joquan Max. I, I put my real name on it so people don't think like I'm just like throwing that name out there. But yeah, and it's just to me, I explain that to people and they they love the fact that I found something that I identify with. Like, how do you think PewDiePie made his name? Like, Actually, there had to. He said it was a nickname his mother used to call him. Yes, it's something they connected with. Yeah. Um. Or like, I I can't even I can't even think of <laughs> other. Well, names, but it's it's stuff they connect with and stuff that they just want people to know about them because it helps. Um, I guess it's an identity, them. identity, right? Like you said before, it's your identity. It's um, and then, yeah, and then the community name. So, yeah. Okay. Let's get into that. What the. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very it's a very crazy name. Every community has their name. Yeah. Like my off. friend yeah. Oh my god. Uh Catloon, her community's called the Lair. Um Look at this. Hold on. Look, look at this. You, like I don't know if you can just see. I'm going to turn around and show you my hair cuz I commented that I had a mohawk and I yeah. had to cut it myself and now I have a fucking mullet. I don't I don't know. It might be more of a mohawk now cuz it's grown out, but Yes, it's, it's it's got a little it's got a little mullet swoop. Bro, and it, at first it was really like it was really crazy, like it was really flipping. Yeah, but, it's, got um, little, it's got it's got the little swoop. Um, yeah. But no, it's so. What happened was, in the beginning of streaming, I didn't have an identity for the community, and we didn't really. Everybody would come in, and like I would try and like figure out something to say and like welcome them to make them feel welcome, and then one of my viewers, his name was Mullet Chubs. But Mullet no, Chubs. What, what's even better about this is out of nowhere on stream, he requests "I Want My Mullet Back" by Billy Ray Cyrus because yeah. he found a chart <laughs> for it. And I'm like, "Holy crap! I got an idea!" So I literally just bolt off stream, and they're like, "Where'd he go?" And I run upstairs and. I have a mullet wig, and it's right next oh, to me. Oh, shit. I actually have two of them, and um, one of them's down the shore still. It's a black one. Uh, and I put it on, and I put a pair of sunglasses on, and I started playing I Want My Mullet Back, and all of a sudden, the chat just went off. And then I, and then after that, like the mullet kind of became That's a, awesome. an, a, a motif for the stream. And everybody, like, comes into it and like loves the whole mullet and then i started trying to figure out names for um the community and like it was like mullet family at first and then mullet squad and then all of a sudden i just like came out of nowhere and called us the mullet mafia and then i'm like i'm like wait that 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 clicks clicks. and then people start to get on board with it and then all of a sudden i started having like and then all of a sudden i started like putting things as like i guess what a quote-unquote stereotypical mafia would be so like when people sub it's like they have a seat at the table now they don't have to wait have outside the door the table. um and you just joined the greatest twitch community the mullet <laughs> yeah and then and then over time i started to um i guess edit what i say to people when they follow and that kind of like stuck with everybody and it just 
it just started to click. And now that's where when I got affiliated, I knew right off the bat what my emotes were going to be. First off, the first two emotes I had were the broken blue button and a, a fist punching the guitar neck because my to get into that. The reason I have those is because my first Guitar Hero guitar, the blue button would fail so much. And oh, it would God, that sucks. Just, and yeah, it would ruin so many FCs. So in order to fix it, I would punch the neck of the guitar. And for some reason, it'll fix it would fix it for a little bit. I think what happened was when I punched it, it pushed the sensor pads, it pushed the pads down on the sensor bar and lined them up with the sensors better. So that's why I would do it. That that was in my head. I mean, I don't think it worked that way, but you know, it would work for a little bit. It, of time. it would work enough. So, it it did what it needed to do. So those were those two emotes, and then I when I because you have to hit a certain amount of subs in order to unlock another sub, another emote slot. So when I hit the maximum at five, because you only could get up to five um, tier ones, one tier two, and one tier three sub uh, emote before you, um, unless you're partnered, in which you could just get a crap ton. Yeah. But um, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted it to be um, something to do with my... Uh, mullet and the sunglasses but i wanted to be like something like more southern like and yeah it turned into um the sub emo being like me with like a blue cutoff uh vest like it was a flannel vest that has cutoffs and with the mullet and sunglasses I, yeah, 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 yeah and everybody just loves us so when we when we play what we call now the chantham um I named it the Chantham, the right, I Want My yeah. Mullet Back. We play it at least once a stream. Um, I always put that on, and i that's the one song I allow for spamming in the chat. <laughs> oh, my just God. Spam the emotes bro. or spam I Want My Mullet Back. It's awesome. It's like, like and then new subs, new uh, followers, like, catch on, like, really quick. And they're like, holy crap. And then they start jumping in. And it's just, it's, that's a, fun, it's so much fun. That's and, fun. Hey, You're that's building how, a that's community. That's how the whole mullet mafia thing came about, and it just created an identity for the community, and they love yeah, it. That's so cool, man. That's so awesome. Like, yeah, like I said, yeah, you're building a community. That, bro, this this is the kind of things where it's like someone's got to sit you down and tell you, like, do you realize? Do you realize what you've done? And, and go ahead. It, oh, no, no, no. Go. You go ahead. You will go ahead. No, I don't know. I'm kind of just. I keep saying like 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 I'm excited about it. I mean like I came. When I watch your stream for the first time, like I said, a lot of energy, a lot of fun. You know, it, we were just hanging out. And when I was going to have you come on, I was like, I don't know what I was expecting. You know, I, 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 I was expecting just, you know, to talk to a friend, to, you know, and have fun. But then, like, you coming over here and you're, you're so jovial, you know, about these things. And I, and I really do. Not for me. Not for me at all. I really hope... I know your viewers already know this, but I hope they watch this and realize how much you appreciate them because I think that's a big thing when bringing back PewDiePie into it. If he would, like, sit down for, like, a video randomly and just talk about, like, how he appreciates his viewers. Like, that that means so much because I don't think they've realized how much they mean to you because look at you, bro. Look how happy this makes you. Look at your community. I mean, like, the stories that you have, you weren't like this a year ago, right? Like, what the, like the, oh, what no. the hell? I was sleeping till like three in the afternoon or just going to class, taking naps because there was nothing to do during COVID. And mm -hmm. 
like, I don't say, I, in some aspects, like talking to a camera, like that and stuff like that, that and engaging an audience, that I feel like is my calling. But like, there, there's an also another aspect to it when it comes to Twitch live streaming. And like, again, it's for people come for the personality and people, a couple of you of my viewers came in and they're like, I'm not as good as at this game as you. So I'm not going to be able to build an audience. And I'm like, you could be the worst player in the world. Yeah, It doesn't matter. People aren't going to want, people like to see FCs and like great gameplay, but people won't care if you have a personality and engage with them and make them feel welcome, they'll be there and you're just playing a game and they'll see the best part is they'll see improvement over time and they'll call you out on that. I've been called out on it multiple times yeah. and yes. about improvement in the game. And that's what pe people don't care about the gameplay. Like if, if you tell me, all right, a streamer I watch sometimes who is pretty big, big, her name is uh, it's Bordy and she plays Apex Legends. She's not that good at the game. But people <laughs> like the personality. Yeah, people that's what they like for. her personality. And it's it just and she's not your stereotypical like 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 quote unquote Twitch thought. Um Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Like there's that community where people where there there is that community try to appeal to yes. uh men, I, but I find I find my friend Shelly or Bordy they're so much more admirable to watch because they're streaming like every other streamer. And yes. they're just so, they're so enthusiastic and it's just fun to watch them. And they don't have to be great at the game, but I really enjoy just watching them because of their personality and their engagement. Yeah. And that's everything we're like, we're saying keeps going back into the same stuff. I mean, like on, I have like a gaming YouTube channel that I haven't posted on like maybe like two months now. Cause I've been doing the podcast, but my best videos are videos where I'm rec I record a gameplay with like eight of my friends, and um, the gameplay is awful. But we are just because we're like oh, yeah. the camaraderie between us is so funny. That's what makes it fun. I used to watch this YouTube yep. channel called Funhouse. Um, who who since have gotten to some deep shit because of some people that have worked with them. But they were so fucking funny. I've spent countless hours watching them. Not because of the games, but because of their personalities. So exactly, 100%. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, like we keep saying, like we said before, it's you. You're the reason why people care. It, it's not the game. You can be shit at it, you know? Uh, and like I said before, no matter, you know, what you're doing, no matter what you want to do, you're going to find your piece of the internet. So when people come to you and they're like, bro, I'm not good at it. Are people going to, like, am I going to be able to get a following? It's like, if you think... Being good at a game, maybe that's your niche where you want to be like um, a professional gamer where it's like you actually do all that. Sure, that might be your thing. But if you want to build a following, if your plan or if your want is to have a community, you don't have to be good at it. You just got to be yourself. No, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's that's just it's it all circles back to the same thing that. I'm doing this more for community and to hopefully make a difference in someone else's life. Well, whether it's inspiring them to start streaming or other things like so a viewer came in, a longtime viewer came in my 
stream yesterday and he said that he picked up streaming again because like watching me and like seeing and things like that like knowing i have a stamp on some people's attitudes and and drive to do something some of this stuff you can't make it up yeah like you can't make up the feeling it causes you and people outside of like this industry they're not going to understand everything that goes into it all they'll see is that you're playing a video game it's really not that tough but the way i see it for people who because streaming kind of has a stigma behind it and people are a little skeptical on trying it because they feel how they'll be judged yeah don't go into it by the thought of being judged by other people like they're no just like just like um let's for an analogy just like diseases people aren't going to understand your disease unless they've gone through it uh-huh. so people aren't going to understand the hours the time what it actually takes to put into this than just playing video games like sometimes sometimes it does get exhausting because the way i see it is maybe it's not like an office job and stuff but you're sitting there and you're engaging an audience for it could be five a, hours it could be emotionally end. draining it can be and that's how i see it it's it, it i kind of compare it to like an office job like they're doing something in the office at a desk working on the computer for hours straight that's how i see it as like entertainment wise too yeah you you're doing this for hours straight and it could get exhausting and then what people don't see is the stuff you put in afterwards too like the tinkering around with my stream overlay or the reaching out to other people seeing how they're doing like connecting with the community to keep them engaged and keep them feeling like they're special in me special to me not in me um and that's just it takes it takes more than just playing a video game it it yes and that's what one day i hope to go into with sports it like go into uh sports broadcasting and engaging that audience that larger audience and just keeping the audience coming back like like let's say baseball the audience has kind of stayed stagnant for a while and hopefully one day i could possibly be commentating for a baseball team and they and fans see an exuberant happy joyous commentator and they enjoy listen they obviously love the sports game because i mean i watch the yankees because i'm obsessed with them yeah and i love the sport but they they also like to listen to the commentator because sometimes and i've noticed sometimes when i watch like sports highlights i will listen for the commentary not the highlight itself and sometimes the commentators i just don't like i'll admit it i'll be the first one to say i don't like joe buck okay i don't think he's a good commentator um they do like but, yeah they add so they add or take away so much of the game it's a very important exactly. role very important exactly. role so putting in the hours afterwards 
just shows the people how much more they mean to you and makes them more engaged with coming back and 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 interacting with the stream. Yeah, I mean, like, imagine being the reason why some kid wants to be a sports broadcaster or commentator, whatever the. uh, Can you imagine that? Like you being the reason some kid wants to be have that position, like nothing will beat it. That's it's it's so cool, and I always tell the story about how. You know, being at home, sick, like, 40 days out of the year from school when I was younger, I would watch movies, and I'd be like, one day I want to make a kid feel the way I feel right now from watching a movie. Being able to do mm-hmm. that for somebody else, like, it, it almost makes you want to cry. Um, and like you said, yeah, there's so much that go that's involved in it, so much that goes into it. I mean, like, when I wanted to start doing all this stuff, like, I'd, I'd learn YouTube, learn editing. I mean, like, my... My logo, if you look at my uh, logo for this channel, it looks like a guy with a mohawk, right? That's yeah. literally a picture of me that I then put into, like, a Photoshop editor and, like, traced. And, and that took me forever alone. Like, it's, like, so much goes into it. And, like, yeah. when you said you had to learn how to do, like, overlays and stuff, when you learned about, like, where to put the chat box, how to use Streamlabs, like, so much learning goes involved. And, like, going on YouTube, searching up, how do I do this? How do I do that? Like, the learning curve, yes, the learning curve is huge, and then after that, you have to keep putting in the hours. You gotta put clips in. You gotta make clips. You gotta make sure not only are you fucking, you know, shredding that fucking guitar hero guitar, but you're also reading the chat, which actually I was like, how the hell is he doing that? And I was like, what the uh, fuck is going on? Hold on. So every single job, although subjectively I believe there are jobs better than others. Every single job has oh, some. Doubt. Yes, every job there's there's hard aspects of every single job, and I think people got to understand that. And the people that say your job is so easy, you don't get it. It's I'm living like look at me. I'm so like I, I'm taking it so hard. Just like I don't want to get angry at them because I actually I honestly feel bad for people that get upset that others um, seem like they're having an easier job. Because if you look at someone that that. Has an office job and their worth in life or is almost nothing. Like they, they just hate their job. They they wish they did something else. They don't like where the world's at, which unfortunately happens and and it makes me really upset. But that person sees you and they think that your life is you know cupcakes and it's not. A lot goes into it and you can also, especially because it's what you're doing is live. If if you say something, if you do something, if someone else says something like those IRL streamers like that are on the street, if someone like like uh flashes of their chest at them, it's like you can lose your entire you know yep. life. So it's that easy. There's a lot of things that go into it. It's more than just what it looks like. Yeah, and I mean people there will always always be jealousy with like your podcast or my streaming there will always be people who see you doing that and although they don't understand how sometimes it could get very difficult and stuff but they see you doing something that you're enjoying so it doesn't really look like work to them yeah like i feel like there's a stigma behind when it comes to jobs and some people love their job i mean hell Hopefully one day I I love my job. Amen. In the yes. sports industry. Um but when they people see that you're enjoying something and you're making revenue off of it, they don't realize how much work you're actually putting in behind scenes and during it and they think, "Oh, you're doing this. This is a joke." Like 
you're making this much money just to do nothing like like there's a stigma behind that and there's always going to be people who are salty when you actually have built something for yourself yeah and there's what people don't get when it comes to um content creating and like streaming and social media is people don't get the mental aspect of it that's one of the toughest things and i've been streaming for only eight plus months and i've taken like i usually take two days off for streaming a week but sometimes i've taken like four days off just to recuperate myself because sometimes the mental aspect yeah it, all it drains you gets to you because when because there's when some people especially when you start to grow more people come and chat and like like shoot you down and like make you feel like crap like there is always going to be those types of people those salty people and the mental aspect hurt gets hurt sometimes and sometimes you just need to take a second and just just look at what you've done and look at what you've affected and who you've affected and who you've reached and just rebuild your self-esteem and then get right back to it and there's such a hard maybe not as much physically as some jobs but such a hard mental strain on you when it comes to streaming and this type of stuff because you get into the mode even if you're not being like told even if you're not being told like crappy slander and yeah. stuff like that you have the mindset of now you have an audience and you want to continue to put out the exact content that they want to see and you get in your head like oh my god is this not enough for them and stuff like that and you start putting start yourself down yourself instead yeah. of instead of um doing what you've been doing the whole time you get this sense of self-doubt and i i've i've had some of that i'll admit it i've had some of that self-doubt like um am i not doing enough for the people and sometimes if i have like a short stream because i don't feel well i'll apologize to them in discord the viewers that are in discord and they'll be like it's not a big deal you still stream for like two hours it's not that big a deal it's still a fun stream and that's what like makes me feel like oh you know they're they're here through thick and thin like you're gonna have your haters and you're good but you're gonna have your supporters you're gonna have them i'm like and the haters they come and they go the supporters are usually there for a long time man and yep but it's kind of cool i always made a joke to myself never really openly but i was like if i ever come big enough for like idubs to make a content cop on me i know i'm doing it right I know, know I'm doing, doing it right. It yeah, <laughs> Idubs is like out here just shooting your shit down. You know you made it. You know it. you made it. You know you made it. You know. So I mean, like, haters suck, but it means you're doing something right. Because the only reason why yep. someone would hate on you is because they have an audience to hate you around, and that audience is also yours. Your supporters. Well, they're jealous. They're they're just jealous. There's always people who can't accept other people's success. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you don't. You don't see it, but the amount of shit PewDiePie probably gets. Oh, absolutely. And oh, he probably gets destroyed in the well, comments. Well, have you have you gotten like, any hate like that? Like, what's up? Oh yeah, I've 
I recently, I mean, I can't, I, I can't really. Yeah, say don't, don't, stuff you don't have to like say any names podcast, or anything. But, but, um, yeah, recently someone came in the stream and just, oh, it was a lot, a lot of bad stuff was said. And, um, I ended up banning him. And then he, then he tried to unban request me and he, he's like apologizing and like this stuff. And I'm like, no, no, there. And I, I specifically say, I'm like, there's not a time and place for this type of stuff. You do it once. There's no telling if you're going to do it again or if you're not. I can't trust you. You lost your privilege to chat in my stream. Yeah. And this was like a couple streams ago. And I mean, there's always there's going to be those haters. And as you grow, um, <clears throat> and I started noticing that the number of those people has started to increase more when I hit a thousand followers. Yes. And it always surprises me that people even care enough to hate though, honestly. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just like I even talking to stream, I'm like, what's the point what What's gets it doing it for you? What's what's it what's it doing for you? Yeah. Being like a piece of shit. Like <laughs> it's doing nothing for you. It's so stupid. You, it it does nothing for me except increase my following. Um yeah, but I'm saying it doesn't do anything for them. So it's like, why, why, what the hell is the point? I'm it like, it just makes I, them look like a piece of shit. W- yeah, uh, over the last three days, because I kept going on to uh, remind myself about your stream and like uh, hit the reminders and all that, I was just f- sc- strolling through a whole bunch of streams. I was browsing through and I kept commenting on each stream I went on. Hey, I'm just browsing through. I hope you have a great day. And that's I would I would did that to like eight streams for yeah. fun. Um, Some people do that. I don't understand. Like I okay, I could understand why someone would hate because they are unhappy with themselves. I don't understand how they don't realize <coughs> that it doesn't do anything. Like how yeah, they have not realized this is is weird. I mean, it's not even sad. It's like, do you not understand that you're getting nothing out of this? Like maybe it's a catharsis somehow. Yeah. I don't know. No idea. I I agree. It's there's no there's no point in it because the the goal. I feel the things you've experienced in life shape how you want to go about other things. Yeah. So obviously, with my autoimmune disease, it's shaped how I perceive others, and. It's not whether it's like how hard someone's working or stuff. It's more so how I want to treat others because the way I see it is there's always someone worse off in life. So if you could bring any joy to them, anything, mm-hmm. that's absolutely worth it. And being that you've experienced something, maybe not close to them, but something that they possibly go through makes you appreciate life and appreciate what they go through so much more. And that's that's another driving factor in streaming for me because you've gone through some shit, I've gone through some shit. And to be able to possibly bring that joy and smile to someone's face on stream or a listener makes everything worthwhile because they could be going through some of the darkest times in their life. And if just the fact that you can make someone feel special, 
or even loved in the stream. Like I, I love all my viewers, and I, yeah. the way I show that is if they're not in the stream for a while and they come back, I remember the name. You say and you I welcome them back, followed, and I'm like, where, where have you been? And like stuff like that. That and, is amazing. That I. I don't. I've been a follower for like two days, and I'm already excited about. It. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. And it, it. Thank you. I mean, I mean, I. Again, I'm still starstruck right now. Oh, get the, the fuck out of here. Um, but <laughs> that it's just like to be able to let someone leave reality for a couple hours. Yes. And just have an area, a community where they could just be themselves and be happy and just enjoy something that everyone else is in there to enjoy it. Nothing beats that feeling. And that's driving factors mm -hmm. for it. And that's, yes, it's very demoralizing when you start out and you're not, you don't have an audience, but to go into it with the mindset of getting nothing is the best way you could go about it. Because once you do get that, because no matter what, no matter what, if you do something long enough, you're going to get something out of it. Yeah, I mean, no matter that, what. That's even. It's, it's funny because I um I trade in the stock market, and that's also how the stock market works. There's like no one that's held a no. position for like a decade has, even though that's a long time. That's but this is usually the thing. No one that's held a position for like a decade has ever lost money. I mean, like you're because because of inflation, you're gonna end up making more than what you're you put in. Yeah. So with this, it's like if you put in the time. It's something's gonna come out of it, and like I said before, you're gonna find a community. No matter what you do, there's a part of the internet that wants to adopt you. So yes, it's gonna happen. And that's 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 the thing that makes me wake up every day and say, "All right, I'm gonna stream tonight at 10." And sometimes, sometimes I'll admit, I either start a little later than I do because. Sometimes I'm just playing video games with my friends yeah. after like classes and looking for internships and we just get into games and I start a little later, but no matter what, I'm going to stream because I want to. It's not like, it's not like I have that feeling. The reason I'm starting late is because I don't want to. And it's kind of a drag. I'm starting late because even though I miss the time I usually start, I still want to stream. And yeah. it's a part of, you now. Yeah, exactly. And that's, one of the th reasons that I notice that I constantly want to stream on a schedule is because when I do take an extra day off, I get this guilty feeling inside, like, like, damn, I want to stream, yeah, but like, you I don't yeah. want to burn myself out right yes. now. Yes. And I mean, it's you, a part of me and I love it. Do you know who uh, David Goggins is? I do not. David Goggins is a Navy SEAL. He's more than that, but just his his biggest title is Navy SEAL. But when he graduated high school, he was, like, fat, and he had, like, no work ethic. He, like, hated his life, and then he, he got a job as an exterminator. And one day, he went, walked into a room that he had to do an extermination for, and wall-to-wall -wall with cockroaches. And he said, I'm not doing this anymore. And he left. He didn't do the job. And he called every single, like, recruiting office in his area. They all said no. He called more. They all said no. One finally said yes. He went into the National Guard. Then he went into – point is, 
he changed his life because he was unhappy with who he was. He lost. He, they said you have like two weeks to lose like fifty or eighty pounds, otherwise you can't go through basic training. And he fucking did it. That's like unheard of. He that's put insane. he put in so much work, and you got to see him now. He runs like hundred mile marathons, and that's not hyperbole. He actually does that. There's a story about how he was running. Um, he, he was preparing for this hundred ma- uh, mile marathon. Um, and he was in so much pain. He was shitting blood. And he was on the ground crawling, trying to finish this thing. And, and he ended up getting back up, and he did it one step at a time. The reason why I'm talking to you about this, though, is because this man, he is a phenomenal, you know, piece of human, right? Like, it's so incredible. Even he, he says, you think it's fucking easy? You think I can do this? You think this is easy for me? Sometimes I look at my sneakers for 30 minutes before I put those fuckers on because it's fucking hard. Even I don't want to do it sometimes, but you know what? Eventually, you got to do it. So, yes, it's okay not only to feel like you're going to burn yourself, to feel like you don't want to do this, but it's also okay to sometimes take a little bit longer because sometimes you need it because you are human too. But as long as you know that eventually you got to put those sneakers on. Eventually you got to put those headphones on. Eventually you got to put that suit on. You're going to be fine because you're going to do it. And you're going to, you know, get so much more success doing what you don't want to do than you are by doing everything that you do want to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to put in the hard work sometimes. You got to put in your dues. So, yes, I, I agree with everything you're saying. That was a long-winded way of saying that, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. And, and the way I always see things is um one of okay okay this is crazy but i always live by um this one quote and it's from rocky six yes let's go okay come on come on and he goes life isn't sunshine and rainbows it is a dark place and it'll beat you down yeah. if you let it. But it's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you could get hit and get up and keep moving forward. How hard much you could take in, but keep moving forward in order to reach yeah. that goal, in order to win. And That's how winning is done. Exactly. And I, for some reason, that just, it just clicked to me like, some people just get beaten down and sometimes they don't get up. Yeah. But what I look for in a person is to see what they've gone through, to see them get, have gotten beaten down, but the fact that they keep going and that they keep moving forward, that's where I find it admirable and that's yeah, where bro. I get my motivation. Oh hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Have you ever actually um uh t- take taken part in combat sports? Cause like Rocky. No, 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 no. Okay, that's okay. Cause I want to relate it to that. Cause I've spent the majority of my life taking part in combat sports, and I've I've never been completely knocked out, but I have almost been. Like I remember one time I got punched in the face so hard. The next time I opened my not my eyes, I was facing the other wall on my knees, and I, I was like, I fucking time traveled. I was like, what the fuck just happened to me? But then yeah. I got back up and I kept fighting. I remember telling my my master. I said to him before I, I, I went into... Because I, I took like a, a year-long hiatus and then went back. I was like, listen, I need to get hit. I need 
to get punched in the face tonight. He's like, all right, we're 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 sparring five p.m. Bring some shorts, get some gloves, and let's go. I I I spent like eighty bucks getting some equipment, and I I came in, and I got destroyed. But I wanted that because it reminds you that yeah, you need to get hit to keep on going. So when you say that, yeah, about life, about anything, like you're just saying, like the Rocky thing. But if anyone's actually you know been involved in combat sports, they really they really fucking know. If everyone played baseball and they like were doing fucking killers or sprints, whatever you guys call it, you fucking know. It. If you're doing football and suicide. you're yeah suicide, you're you, you fucking know it. And then when you do something like this, like streaming, like YouTube, like writing a book, it's a little bit harder to realize when you're getting hit. Because and I'm explain what I mean. Because when you're doing a sport, you obviously know when your lungs are burning. You know when you're dizzy. You know when you're getting knocked out. And you and you gotta make that decision then and there, okay, I'm gonna keep going. But when you're streaming, when you're doing YouTube, when you're doing something that's creative, you don't know when you're doing really good or really bad most of the time, especially when you're starting. Because you could be a streamer and you could have maybe one, two, five, zero watchers, not even followers, watchers, viewers. And you can end the stream, you know, thinking you're either hot shit or you thinking you're a failure. And it takes, you know, a special creative mind to realize when it's time to, you know, double down or when it's time to, you know, I don't want to say quit, but like people, people that are in creative fields they don't get that signifier, that physical signifier that says they've done it or done it or they haven't done it. Mm-hmm. So when you say you got to take the hits and you got to keep on going, when you say you failed, you got to keep on going, a lot of people don't know when failure is and they, f- and they, and they quit too soon because they, yeah. they think getting hit is not getting a viewer within the first two weeks, within the first week, within the first day. And... That's not what it is. You got to keep going. So not yet. It takes time. Take the hits and keep on going. But people that are in creative fields think that hits are usually bigger than they actually are. They think they're getting hit at, uh, right out of the bat. It's like, bro, you didn't even play the game yet. You didn't even play the game. So it's a little different. And it's, a, it's a really hard to be able to be aware of that and to be honest yeah. with yourself. Yeah. And in my opinion, probably the biggest hits for sports – it's obviously physical. Yes. Yeah. When it comes to the creative aspect and content, the biggest hits come mentally. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why it's so fucking confusing. It it take you could see some I've seen some YouTubers and some streamers just stop because they get hit with like their mental health just decreases so badly. It is real. That does happen. Yeah. Whether it's the viewership or if it's hate or stuff like that those are the hits when it comes to content and that stuff and to me at least in my experience those hits are sometimes so much harder to come back from because one of the toughest things to heal in my opinion is the mind well yeah when you get yeah, scarred in your head it is so much tougher to heal than when you get a cut or a bruise. Yeah, because even if you get hurt physically, it still damages you mentally. And although you might heal whatever, you know, physically got hurt, you're always going to have a mental scar about it. Um, I wanted to ask you, did have you ever thought about quitting? Even even though you're still young streamer, when I say young, I don't mean age, like your stream is no, young. No, early on. Yeah. Um, not in the slightest. Honestly, yeah, I've never had in any aspect 
of I've had times where I've said like, okay, I'm gonna take an extra day, but I've never gone to the point where I'm like, all right, maybe it's time to stop because again, the mentality I go into every stream is expecting nothing. Yeah. So yeah. when you expect nothing, you can never be disappointed. So when I do get something, it's like, it's like, let's fucking go. We actually have something going yeah. on right now. Yeah. It's like so much more motivating. Like your motivation is already there to get on camera because sometimes what people don't understand is to be just like on camera and having the chance, the ability, even if it's to stream to nobody, just to be on camera and to perform anything. It is so just nerve wracking and so it's hard to explain, but it's so like just, yeah, I under, I understand what you mean, but for those are terrifying out there, for yes. people because, and that's what happens in the beginning. Like you don't know what to do at first. Like, yes, I would ramble on and on um, so that people could see, but like it was, it's extremely tough. And like, don't get me wrong. People will see my face and like, I look fine, but they don't see my armpits. They don't <laughs> see, feel my body heat. I'm like yeah, sweating no, right. half the time. Yeah, I'm get nervous. It. And like, I just want to, I just want them to. <laughs> it was just a funny way to put it. Yeah, you're totally, you're so totally right. They don't see that. They don't see the stuff internally. They see the external yeah. forces. And I mean, so be it. You know, the courage to record a podcast or get up on camera, it, that's what's admirable to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate that. I it just reminded me again. You, I scrolled down your feet, your stuff. You had a had or have a podcast? Have and I wanna I wanna restart it. Um, it's actually a baseball podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I clicked on it, but there was nothing there for me to. Um, that's because that's because I have to. So the storage, um, center that I'm using, I'm listed on Spotify, but I'm not. What are you using an RSS? Don't stay the episodes don't stay on the storage. Where do you store your Do you have an um, RSS? An RSS. Do you know like, what that is? What is that? S- I mean if you explain same, it to Yeah, me. okay. Well an RSS is what I use. Um for anyone out there, I'm not sponsored by them. <laughs> They're free and so I don't give a shit. They're called Red Circle. It's what I use. There's a whole bunch of RSSs out there, and what they do is they used to be used for a lot of things, and now they're going out of style, but they're still used for podcasts, and you actually need them for podcasts. Streaming service or, like, yeah, streaming services won't let you use their service unless you have an RSS feed. What it does is you sign up for an RSS feed, and your email, your name, your number, all that stuff, and then you create a podcast with it, right? Okay, this is the name of your podcast, MGC. And then you set, you put new episode, and you upload your episode to your RSS feed. That RSS feed, Red Circle, if that's what I'm using, will send it to Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple. It'll send it everywhere. You only have to post it once. And the RSS feed, what it does is, so Spotify does not hold on to your podcast. No. What Spotify does, when you click on a link in Spotify, if you have an RSS feed, when you click on that episode on Spotify, it's basically a link to your RSS feed. So Okay. Yeah. I do, I do have, I do have that. So I, I use Buzzsprout. Okay. Um, but the thing with Buzzsprout is that 
it expires the storage for your your um your podcast. So it, it's not free. Gotcha. You have to in order to get unlimited storage, you have to Why'd you choose that one? I it was the first one I saw. You so and this, now that I heard about yeah. Red Circle, I'm gonna be I'm like I, I'm I, switching everything. I like Red Circle. Um it's it's very easy to use and it, the analytics are great. Um and very easy to navigate. But I was actually it's actually funny cuz when when I go into something new, whether it's cuz my thing's my thing is writing, uh YouTube, uh obviously podcast, um stock trading. I like a lot of things. When I figure something out new that I like, I go so far into it. I learn so much about it that I'll spend like the first 2 months not actually doing it but just learning about it. I spent so much time figuring out what RSS feed to use that it's it took like 3 weeks for me to actually start this podcast. Um like I go, I go in. I mean, like I had this entire like. There's not one episode where I don't have this setup. So, yeah. I um, if you got a question about anything, whether or not I'm actually doing it, like if you have a question about not you, like just everybody, like about mm. Twitch, YouTube, podcasting, writing. Even though I haven't done it, I'm sure I know a lot about it just because like I waste my time for things I probably don't need to be doing. So if you need help with your podcast, Max, you let me know. And um, I like Red Circle. That's what I use. It's great. Um, you let me know if you need help with it, and, and I'll get you, I'll get you going, man. I'll get you going. But um, awesome. That's how many episodes did you do? I did two, and then for some reason, I just, I just like stopped. I stopped doing this. So what I think I'm gonna do is completely scrap those episodes. I won't even because okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch RSS. Uh, I'm I because. I mean, but I don't want to. You said it's free. If I could use an RSS for free, I'm yeah. gonna take it and yes. have unlimited storage for, God knows how long. But um, I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna repost those. I'm gonna start clean slate, and I'm gonna go into this baseball season with the episode probably that. Well, I did research on it. So what I do with my podcast is. Behind the scenes, like, yes, I talk on camera, but I'll have, like, points and everything that I'm going to nail. Yes, and that's, that's, like, hard to do. I commend you for that. Like, whew. And I, beforehand, I research a bunch of yeah, statistics that, that and everything about crazy. players. Like, right now, I'm researching about uh, Trevor Bauer because he just got the highest annual contract for um, – for – a player and he's getting paid 40 million this year and i'm just like doing it i'm like try the podcast the episode name is going to be called trevor bauer worth the money or complete bust and that's good uh i do i did research so i did the i did found the contract i found his career statistics i found his 2020 statistics and that i'm right now i'm calculating um his statistics minus the 2020 season so that's not as cut and dry as you think, where you could just like take the mean average. Not of at all. It's not dry. Drying, it's not cut and dry at all. Oh my god, it sounds so complicated. You gotta find what you have to do is you have to find, um, like innings pitch and all that, and you have to find the equations per statistic, and then you have to average all that together, and then that's how you find it. And that's taking a little more time because this I'm trying to figure. Is awesome. I'm trying to figure out, um, what exactly. <laughs> 
how to find the sabermetric stats because a lot of it is based on uh, the ballpark they play in. So, like, it, it, what that means is a lot of stats are calculated via where they play in. Like, so Trevor Bauer pitched for the Reds last year. Yeah. His statistics might have been a little higher because um, Cincinnati's ball, great American ballpark is a very hitter-friendly ballpark, and he's a, he's a pitcher. So his stats might have been inflated, but what the sabermetric stats do is they calculate according to uh, um, the field they're playing at, and they focus on what if he played in this part and, like, league average. And that's how – so they may um, pitch incredibly better – than what their stats actually say they have. That's a lot of like that's a lot of value in, in a podcast like that. Like that's a lot of and work. I, that's crazy. That's what I wanna that's what I want to do. I want to be able to analyze those statistics. I want to go you ever, into that. You ever stuff. watch Moneyball? Oh of course. Come on. That's of a, course. That's, that's, a good that's where movie. I that's where I learned my passion for statistics. That's such a good movie. It's such a good such movie. a good movie. You should start. Um, you should start trading stocks. If that if 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 that's your if you like that, you should try, you should look into it. I I I've thought about it, but to me, for some reason, I feel like I have like a I have a very addictive personality. Ooh, that's dangerous. And one thing that we're yeah stocks, it, it's basically a gamble. Like yes, you yeah, could look gambling. so far analytically into it. But it's a gamble. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you don't know because I get a very yeah. There can be people. There can be shareholders that hold millions of dollars worth of stock, and they want to and they they want to retire and like, all right, it's time to pull out. There's no statistic to tell you when you know little Annie. You're gonna hit wants that. To, yeah, no one knows. So yeah, it is a fucking gamble. And I mean, look at what look at what Robin Hood did. They yeah. completely paused trading stocks bro, don't get me started companies. man don't get me started it's, bro oh i've talked about this in my stream it's Holy literally shit, what they man. did what they did was exactly what they set out to do but because the rich can't pay they bro, paused it don't even get me it, it's i can't it it like pisses me off to even think about it oh my gosh like i don't want to go too far into it yet bro <sighs> i mean like it, I, it's just a very corrupt system yeah well it's also you don't even have you don't have to use Robinhood, but yeah, the, 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 this, this, I don't know about any other countries. It's really the whole world, but everything's so corrupt, man. Oh, without a doubt. So that's why, that's why, because I get a very addictive personality and I could see myself like being like, oh my God, let's do this. And I research it and then all of a sudden, boom, crashes well, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, I'm down a thousand five hundred. Today, right now. today alone. I've lost, like, I didn't lose, I didn't sell the, the shares yet, so I didn't technically lose, but I am down over $3,000 today. So, yeah, like, yeah. It's a gamble. It's, it's fucked, bro. I'm, and I'm, I was very stressed out about it before we came on, and I kind of forgot I'm about sorry. it. Yeah, I apologize. No, that's Mark. not entirely, that's my fault. I'm the one that brought it up. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's a gamble. I don't want, look, anyway... Bro, this is great. You know, thank you. Awesome. Th- thank you so much for being. I'm. I have this one friend. I I want her to be on the podcast too. She's also a streamer and she's a musician. Um. Really. Yeah. And you she, mind like texting me her name or? 
Yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely. Help promote her on my stream. Yeah, she does um, casual gameplays of like uh, you know, uh, I don't know. How do I, it's Mario games, but I don't know what the actual. But she does Animal Crossing. She does, uh, you know, um, things that she does. Sit down and relax. It's not like Guitar Hero where you're fucking sweating bullets, and it's not like Call of, <laughs> It's not like Call of Duty or nothing. Um, she's very relaxed. Um, I don't. I don't know her uh, like analytics. So like, I don't know like where her followers and subscribers are right now. But she's very nice, and she actually she wants to be on the podcast, but she said. No, for the same reason you did because of the coronavirus and she really wants to do it in person so we're waiting for her um which is fine i'm super excited for her but um i i mean, I, de- I definitely want to like i would look you don't have to but i would definitely love to have like one day in the future a follow-up yeah no are you and, kidding like, my f- but like yeah in person my, and then like after we just go to the bar and chill or something absolutely my my first um I don't know what's it called. Uh, returning guest is going to be in like three or four weeks with his business partner. So I mean, like, hell yeah, I'm down for what. It, the other thing is too, like I always tell people, I always tell my guests, the second you want to come back, you let me know. The schedule might be crazy because I'm at the planet for like four months in advance. You let me know. My it what? gives you another podcast though. Hell, that's, exa- that's what I'm fucking saying. Like my stepbrother, he's in the middle of writing a comic book. I'm like, when you're ready to publish that, think about it and like. Four or five months in advance, so we can get you for uh, an episode. Um, but yeah, so I I, I want to tell her about you because you know this was a great podcast. I have another friend who um who recently started streaming. I point is I had a great time, and I'm really happy. You know, you came on here. You said a lot of valuable information, information that I was genuinely interested in because I wanted to know you know you know how it's played out, and I'm sure. As soon as this ends, I'm gonna be like, man, I wish I could have asked you this, this, and that. But that's what the follow-up's oh, I'm for. Gonna, I'm gonna think of something that I wish I said. Yeah, and- I'm gonna lay in bed and be like, fuck, no, that was I missed it. Um, this was fantastic. I'm gonna have all of your stuff in the description, um, from the YouTube to the Twitch. Um, if you, I don't, cause I know you're like in in and out with the podcast right now, cause what we were just talking about. But you know, I'll put that in there. I'm gonna put. I'm, I'll, yeah. The point. Is, the point is. I'll. What, do, I'll- when this is over, I'm going to, like, all right, send me all the things you want me to put in there, and I'm going to put okay. them in there. Um, awesome. And um, so I have, I actually have your uh, podcast in as a command in my chat. Holy so, shit, Max. Come on, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, it, 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 it's exclamation point friend. <laughs> but, I mean, because I, I, have, I, have I have my friend. podcast as a command as exclamation point Spotify. Oh, no, exclamation point podcast. Okay. So, um. <laughs> Um, I'm going to put, so what I'm going to do is in the stream title, I'm actually going to, uh, put the command and I'm going to advocate it multiple times throughout the stream. I actually might even do a Streamlabs notification where what happens is after like a certain amount of like, um, chat text, it pops up and it says, it's a reminder, like to people like do this. Well, Max, I couldn't thank you enough for, you know, how enthusiastic you are about this. You you really like you know how we kept talking about how when you get somebody in the comments or in the chat it makes your day. I mean that's what you're doing for me right now. So I really appreciate that. Dude, that means the world to me. Additionally, Marky. additionally, um, holy shit! I I think I just lost it. Fuck! This this happened to you in the beginning. Happening to me now. Yeah, this happened to me in the beginning. I was pissed. Yeah. It came back to me though, and I led. No. I tried to lead into it, but things I don't know if I never, did. Things never things never come back to me, man. Things never come back to me. Um, oh yeah, no, you know, it came back to me. Um, 
just so you so you know, um, this episode is gonna go out on Sunday. It's every Sunday at eight. So if you're gonna tell people about it, just make sure they know it's on Sunday. It's not like now. It's not you know. It's not going. Oh, then I'll right. just I'll just wait till Sunday and then I'll put it because it'll yeah, be whatever. out when I start streaming on Sunday. Word, man. Word, man. All right. Well, look. Thank you so much. This is great, and um, I can't wait to have you back. All right. Awesome, Marky. All right. Thank you, everybody.